part three of the house of dust a symphony by conrad aiken this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part three section one as evening falls and the yellow lights leap one by one along high walls and along black streets that glisten as if with rain the muted city seems like one in a restless sleep who lies in dreams of vague desires and memories and half-forgotten pain along dark veins like lights the quick dreams run flash are extinguished flash again to mingle and glow at last in the enormous brain and die away as evening falls a dream dissolves these insubstantial walls a myriad secretly gliding lights lie bare the lovers rise the harlot combs her hair the dead man's face grows blue in the dizzy lamplight the watchman climbs the stair the bank defaulter leers at a chaos of figures and runs among them and is beaten down the sick man coughs and hears the chisels ringing the tired clown sees the enormous crowd a million faces motionless in their places ready to laugh and seize and crush and tear the dancer smooths her hair laces her golden slippers and runs through the door to dance once more hearing swift music like an enchantment rise feeling the praise of a thousand eyes as darkness falls the walls grow luminous and warm the walls tremble and glow with the lives within them moving moving like music secret and rich and warm how shall we live to-night where shall we turn to what new light or darkness yearn a thousand winding stairs lead down before us and one by one in myriads we descend by lamp-lit flowered walls long balustrades through half-lit halls which reach no end section two the screen maiden you read what is it then that you are reading what music moves so silently in your mind your bright hand turns the page i watch you from my window unsuspected you move in an alien land a silent age the poet what was his name toque toque the poet walked alone in a cold late rain and thought his grief was like the crying of sea-birds for his lover was dead he never would love again rain in the dreams of the mind rain forever rain in the sky of the heart rain in the willows but then he saw this face this face like flame this quiet lady this portrait by hiroshigi and took it home with him and with it came what unexpected changes subtle as weather the dark room cold as rain grew faintly fragrant stirred with a stir of april warmed its corners with light again and smoke of incense whirled about this portrait and the quiet lady there so young so quietly smiling with calm hands seemed ready to loose her hair and smile and lean from the picture or say one word the word already clear which seemed to rise like light between her eyelids he held his breath to hear and smiled for shame and drank a cup of wine and held a candle and searched her face through all the little shadows to see what secret might give so warm a grace was it the quiet mouth restrained a little the eyes half turned aside the jade ring on her wrist still almost swinging the secret was denied he chose his favorite pen and drew these verses and slept 
and as he slept a dream came into his heart his lover entered and chided him and wept and in the morning waking he remembered and thought the dream was strange why did his darkened lover rise from the garden he turned and felt a change as if a someone hidden smiled and watched him yet there was only sunlight there until he saw those young eyes quietly smiling and held his breath to stare and could have sworn her cheek had turned a little had slightly turned away sunlight dozed on the floor he sat and wondered nor left his room that day and that day and for many days thereafter he sat alone and thought no lady had ever lived so beautiful as hiroshigi wrought or if she lived no matter in what country by what far river or hill or lonely sea he would look in every face until he found her there was no other as fair as she and before her quiet face he burned soft incense and brought her every day boughs of the peach or almond or snow-white cherry and somehow she seemed to say that silent lady young and quietly smiling that she was happy there and sometimes seeing this he started to tremble and desired to touch her hair to lay his palm along her hand touch faintly with delicate fingertips the ghostly smile that seemed to hover and vanish upon her lips until he knew he loved this quiet lady and night by night a dread leered at his dreams for he knew that hiroshigi was many centuries dead and the lady too was dead and all who knew her dead and long turned to dust the thin moon waxed and waned and left him paler the peach leaves flew in a gust and he would surely have died but there one day a wise man white with age stared at the portrait and said this hiroshigi knew more than archimage cunningly drew the body and called the spirit till partly it entered there sometimes at death it entered the portrait wholly do all i say with care and she you love may come to you when you call her so then this ghost tokay ran in the sun bought wine of a hundred merchants and alone at the end of day entered the darkening room and faced the portrait and saw the quiet eyes gleaming and young in the dusk and held the wine-cup and knelt and did not rise and said aloud rosan will you drink this wine said it three times aloud and at the third the faint blue smoke of incense rose to the walls in a cloud and the lips moved faintly and the eyes and the calm hands stirred and suddenly with a sigh the quiet lady came slowly down from the portrait and stood while worlds went by and lifted her young white hands and took the wine cup and the poet trembled and said rosan will you stay forever yes i will stay but what when i am dead when you are dead your spirit will find my spirit and then we shall die no more music came down upon them and spring returning they remembered worlds before and years went over the earth and over the sea and lovers were born and spoke and died but forever in sunlight went these two immortal tokay and the quiet bride section three haunted chambers the lamp-lit page is turned the dream forgotten the music changes tone you wake remember deep worlds you lived before deep worlds hereafter of leaf on falling leaf music on music rain and sorrow and wind and dust and laughter helen was late and miriam came too soon 
Joseph was dead, his wife and children starving. Elaine was married and soon to have a child. You dreamed last night of fiddler crabs with fiddles. They played a buzzing melody and you smiled. Tomorrow what? And what of yesterday? Through soundless labyrinths of dream you pass, through many doors to the one door of all. Soon as it's opened we shall hear a music or see a skeleton fall. We walk with you. Where is it that you lead us? We climb the muffled stairs beneath high lanterns. We descend again, we grope through darkened cells. You say, this darkness here will slowly kill me. It creeps and weighs upon me, is full of bells. This is the thing remembered I would forget. No matter where I go, how soft I tread. This windy gesture menaces me with death. Fatigue, it says, and points its finger at me. Touches my throat and stops my breath. My fans, my jewels, the portrait of my husband, the torn certificate for my daughter's grave. These are but mortal seconds in immortal time. They brush me, fade away like drops of water. They signify no crime. Let us retrace our steps. I have deceived you. Nothing is here I could not frankly tell you. No hint of guilt or faithlessness or threat. Dreams, they are madness. Staring eyes, illusion. Let us return, hear music, and forget. Section 4. Illicit Of what she said to me that night, no matter. The strange thing came next day. My brain was full of music, something she played me. I couldn't remember it all, but phrases of it wreathed and wreathed among faint memories, seeking for something, trying to tell me something, urging to restlessness, verging on grief. I tried to play the tune from memory, but memory failed, the chords and discords climbed and found no resolution, only hung there, and left me morbid. Where, then, had I heard it? What secret dusty chamber was it hinting? Dust, it said, dust and dust and sunlight, a cold, clear April evening, snow bedraggled, rain-worn snow dappling the hideous grass and someone walking alone, and someone saying that all must end, for the time had come to go. These were the phrases, but behind, beneath them, a greater shadow moved, and in this shadow I stood and guessed. Was it the blue-eyed lady, the one who always danced in golden slippers, and had I danced with her upon this music, or was it further back, the unplumbed twilight of childhood? No, much recenter than that. You know without my telling you how sometimes a word or name eludes you, and you seek it through running ghosts of shadow, leaping at it, lying in wait for it to spring upon it, spreading faint snares for it of sense or sound, until of a sudden, as if in a phantom forest, you hear it, see it flash among the branches, and scarcely knowing how, suddenly have it. Well, it was so I followed down this music glimpsing a face in darkness, hearing a cry, remembering days forgotten, moods exhausted, corners in sunlight, puddles reflecting stars, until of a sudden, and least of all suspected, the thing resolved itself, and I remembered an April afternoon eight years ago, or was it nine, no matter, call it nine, a room in which the last of sunlight faded, a vase of violets, fragrance and white curtains, and she who played the same thing later playing she played this tune and in the middle of it abruptly broke it off letting her hands fall in her lap 
She sat there so a moment, with shoulders drooped, then lifted up a rose, one great white rose, wide open like a lotus, and pressed it to her cheek and closed her eyes. You know, we've got to end this. Miriam loves you. If she should ever know or even guess it, what would she do? Listen, I'm not absurd. I'm sure of it. If you had eyes for women, to understand them, which you've never had, you'd know it too. So went this colloquy, half humorous, with undertones of pathos, half grave, half flippant, while her fingers softly felt for this tune, played it and let it fall. Now note by singing note, now chord by chord, repeating phrases with a kind of pleasure. Was it symbolic of the woman's weakness that she could neither break it nor conclude? It paused and wandered, paused again, while she, perplexed and tired, half told me I must go, half asked me if I thought I ought to go. Well, April passed with many other evenings, evenings like this with later suns and warmer, with violets always there and fragrant curtains, and she was right, and Miriam found it out, and after that when eight deep years had passed, or nine, we met once more by accident. But was it just by accident, I wonder, she played this tune, or what then was intended? Section 5. Melody in a Restaurant The cigarette smoke loops and slides above us, dipping and swirling as the waiter passes. You strike a match and stare upon the flame. The tiny fire leaps in your eyes a moment and dwindles away as silently as it came. This melody, you say, has certain voices. They rise like nereids from a river singing, lift white faces and dive to darkness again. Wherever you go, you bear this river with you. A leaf falls and it flows and you have pain. So says the tune to you, but what to me? What to the waiter as he pours your coffee, the violinist who suavely draws his bow? That man who folds his paper overhears it, a thousand dreams revolve and fall and flow. Someone there is who sees a virgin stepping down marble stairs to a deep tomb of roses. At the last moment she lifts remembering eyes. Green leaves blow down. The place is checked with shadows. A long-drawn murmur of rain goes down the skies. And oaks are stripped and bare and smoke with lightning. And clouds are blown and torn upon high forests. And the great sea shakes its walls. And then falls silence. And through long silence falls this melody once more. Down endless stairs she goes as once before. So says the tune to him, but what to me? What are the worlds I see? What shapes fantastic, terrible dreams? I go my secret way down secret alleys. My errand is not so simple as it seems. Section 6. Portrait of One Dead This is the house. On one side there is darkness, on one side there is light. Into the darkness you may lift your lanterns. Oh, any number, it will still be night. And here are echoing stairs to lead you downward to long sonorous halls. And here is spring forever at these windows, with roses on the walls. This is her room. On one side there is music, on one side not a sound. At one step she could move from love to silence, feel myriad darkness coiling round. And here are balconies from which she heard you, your steady footsteps on the stair, and here the glass in which she saw your shadow as she unbound her hair. 
Here is the room with ghostly walls dissolving, The twilight room in which she called you lover, And the floorless room in which she called you friend. So many times in doubt she ran between them, Through windy corridors of darkening end. Here she could stand with one dim light above her, And hear far music like a sea in caverns, Murmur away at hollowed walls of stone. And here, in a roofless room where it was raining, She bore the patient sorrow of rain alone. Your words were walls which suddenly froze around her. Your words were windows large enough for moonlight, Too small to let her through. Your letters, fragrant cloisters, faint with music. The music that assuaged her there was you. How many times she heard your step ascending, yet never saw your face. She heard them turn again, ring slowly fainter, till silence swept the place. Why had you gone? The door perhaps mistaken. You would go elsewhere. The deep walls were shaken. A certain rose-leaf sent without intention became with time a woven web of fire. She wore it and was warm. A certain hurried glance let fall at parting became with time the flashings of a storm. Yet there was nothing asked, no hint to tell you, of secret idols carved in secret chambers, from all you did and said. Nothing was done until at last she knew you. Nothing was known till somehow she was dead. How did she die? You say she died of poison, simple and swift, and much to be regretted. You did not see her pass, so many thousand times from light to darkness, pausing so many times before her glass. You did not see how many times she hurried to lean from certain windows, vainly hoping, passionate still for beauty, remembered spring. You did not know how long she clung to music. You did not hear her sing. Did she then make the choice and step out bravely from sound to silence, close herself those windows? Or was it true instead that darkness moved for once and so possessed her, will never know, you say, for she is dead. Section 7. Porcelain You see that porcelain ranged there in the window, platters and soup plates done with pale pink rosebuds, and tiny violets and wreaths of ivy. See how the pattern clings to the gleaming edges, their works of art, minutely seen and felt, each petal done devoutly, is it failure to spend your blood like this? Study them, you will see there in the porcelain, if you stare hard enough, a sort of swimming of lights and shadows, ghosts within a crystal, my brain unfolding. There you'll see me sitting day after day, close to a certain window, looking down sometimes to see the people. Sometimes my wife comes there to speak to me. Sometimes the grey cat waves his tail around me. Goldfish swim in a bowl, glisten in sunlight, dilate to a gorgeous size, blow delicate bubbles, drowse among dark green weeds. On rainy days you'll see a gaslight shedding light behind me, an eye-shade round my forehead. There I sit, twirling the tiny brushes in my paint cups, painting the pale pink rosebuds, minute violets, exquisite wreaths of dark green ivy leaves. On this leaf goes a dream I dreamed last night, of two soft-patterned toads, I thought them stones, until they hopped, and then a great black spider, tarantula perhaps, a hideous thing, across the room in one tremendous leap, 
here as i coil the stems between two leaves it is as if dwindling to atomy size i cried the secret between two universes a friend of mine took hashish once and said just as he fell asleep he had a dream though with his eyes wide open and felt or saw or knew himself a part of marvellous slowly wreathing intricate patterns plane upon plane depth upon coiling depth amazing leaves folding one on another voluted grasses twists and curves and spirals all of it darkly moving as for me i need no hashish for it it's too easy soon as i shut my eyes i set out walking in a monstrous jungle of monstrous pale pink rose leaves violets purple as death dripping with water and ivy leaves as big as clouds above me here in a simple pattern of separate violets with scalloped edges gilded here you have me thinking of something else my wife you know there's something lacking force or will or passion i don't know what it is and so sometimes when i am tired or haven't slept three nights or it is cloudy with low threat of rain i get uneasy just like poplar trees ruffling their leaves and i begin to think of poor pauline so many years ago and that delicious night where is she now i meant to write but she has moved by this time and then besides she might find out i'm married well there is more i'm getting old and timid the years have gnawed my will i've lost my nerve i never strike out boldly as i used to but sit here painting violets and remember that thrilling night photographers she said asked her to pose for them her eyes and forehead dark brown eyes and a smooth and pallid forehead were thought so beautiful and so they were pauline these violets are like words remembered darling she whispered darling 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 well i suppose such days can come but once lord how happy we were here if you only knew it, it is a story here in these leaves i stopped my work to tell it and then when i had finished went on thinking a man i saw on a train i was still a boy who killed himself by diving against a wall here is a recollection of my wife when she was still my sweetheart years ago it's funny how things change just change by growing without an effort and here are trivial things a chill an errand forgotten a cut while shaving a friend of mine who tells me he is married or is that last so trivial well no matter this is the sort of thing you'll see of me if you look hard enough this in its way is a kind of fame my life arranged before you in scrolls of leaves rosebuds violets ivy clustered or wreathed on plate and cup and platter sometimes i say i'm just like john the baptist you have my head before you on a platter section eight coffins interlude wind blows snow falls the great clock in its tower ticks with reverberant coil and tolls the hour at the deep sudden stroke the pigeons fly the fine snow flutes the cracks between the flagstones we close our coats and hurry and search the sky we are like music each voice of it pursuing a golden separate dream remote persistent climbing to fire receding to hoarse despair what do you whisper brother what do you tell me we pass each other are lost and do not care one mounts up to beauty serenely singing forgetful of the steps that cry behind him one drifts slowly down from a waking dream 
One, foreseeing, lingers forever unmoving. Upward and downward, past him there we stream. One has death in his eyes, and walks more slowly. Death among jonquils told him a freezing secret. A cloud blows over his eyes. He ponders earth. He sees in the world a forest of sunlit jonquils. A slow black poison huddles beneath that mirth. Death, from street to alley, from door to window, cries out his news of unplumbed worlds approaching, of a cloud of darkness soon to destroy the tower. But why comes death, he asks, in a world so perfect? Or why the minutes gray in the golden hour? Music, a sudden glissando, sinister troubled, a drift of wind-torn petals before him passes, down jangled streets and dies. The bodies of old and young, of maimed and lovely, are slowly borne to earth with a dirge of cries. Down cobbled streets they come, down huddled stairways, through silent halls, through carven golden doorways, from freezing rooms as bare as rock. The curtains are closed across deserted windows. Earth streams out of the shovel, the pebbles knock. Mary, whose hands rejoice to move in sunlight, silent Elaine, grave Anne, who sang so clearly, Fugitive Helen, who loved and walked alone. Miriam, too soon dead, darkly remembered. Childless Ruth, who sorrowed but could not atone. Jean, whose laughter flashed over depths of terror. And Eloise, who desired to love but dared not. Doris, who turned alone to the dark and cried. They are blown away like wind-flung chords of music. They drift away, the sudden music has died. And one with death in his eyes comes walking slowly and sees the shadow of death in many faces and thinks the world is strange. He desires immortal music and spring forever and beauty that knows no change. Section 9. Cabaret. We sit together and talk or smoke in silence. You say but use no words. This night is passing as other nights when we are dead will pass. Perhaps I misconstrue you. You mean only how deathly pale my face looks in that glass. You say we sit and talk of things important. How many others like ourselves this instant mark the pendulum swinging against the wall. How many others laughing sip their coffee or stare at mirrors and do not talk at all. This is the moment, so you would say in silence, when suddenly we have had too much of laughter and a freezing stillness falls, no word to say. Our mouths feel foolish for all the days hereafter. What have we saved? What news? What tune? What play? We see each other as vain and futile tricksters, posturing like bald apes before a mirror. No pity dims our eyes. How many others, like ourselves, this instant, see how the great world wizens and are wise? Well, you are right. No doubt they fall these seconds when suddenly all's distempered, vacuous, ugly, and even those most like angels creep for schemes, the one you love leans forward, smiles, deceives you, opens a door through which you see dark dreams. But this is momentary, or else enduring, leads you with devious eyes through mists and poisons, to horrible chaos or suicide or crime, and all these others who at your conjuration grow pale, feeling the skeleton touch of time, or laughing sadly talk of things important, or stare at mirrors startled to see their faces, 
or drown in the waveless vacuum of their days suddenly as from sleep awake forgetting this nauseous dream take up their accustomed ways exhume the ghost of a joke renew loud laughter forget the moles above their sweethearts eyebrows lean to the music rise and dance once more in a rose festooned illusion with kindness in their eyes they say as we ourselves have said remember what wizardry this slow waltz works upon us and how it brings to mind forgotten things they say how strange it is that one such evening can wake vague memories of so many springs and so they go in a thousand crowded places they sit to smile and talk or rise to ragtime and for their pleasures agree or disagree with secret symbols they play on secret passions with cunning eyes they see the innocent word that sets remembrance trembling the dubious word that sets the scared heart beating the pendulum on the wall shakes down seconds they laugh at time dissembling or coil for a victim and do not talk at all section ten letter from time to time lifting his eyes he sees the soft blue starlight through the one small window the moon above black trees and clouds and venus and turns to write the clock behind ticks softly it is so long indeed since i have written two years almost your last is turning yellow that these first words i write seem cold and strange are you the man i knew or have you altered altered of course just as i too have altered and whether towards each other or more apart we cannot say i've just re-read your letter not through forgetfulness but more for pleasure pondering much on all you say in it of mystic consciousness divine conversion the sense of oneness with the infinite faith in the world its beauty and its purpose well you believe one must have faith in some sort if one's to talk through this dark world contented but is the world so dark or is it rather our own brute minds in which we hurry trembling through streets as yet unlighted this i think you have been always let me say romantic eager for colour for beauty soon discontented with a world of dust and stones and flesh too ailing even before the question grew to problem and drove you bickering into metaphysics you met on lower planes the same great dragon seeking release some fleeting satisfaction in strange aesthetics you tried as i remember one after one strange cults and some too morbid but cruder first more violent sensations gorgeously carnal things conceived and acted with splendid animal thirst then by degrees savouring all more delicate gradations in all that hue and tone may play on flesh or thought on brain you passed if i may say so from red and scarlet through morbid greens to mauve let us regard ourselves you used to say as instruments of music whereon our lives will play as we desire and let us yield these subtle bodies and subtler brains and nerves to all experience plays and so you went from subtle tune to subtler each heard once twice or thrice at the most tiring of each and closing one by one your doors drew in slowly through darkening labyrinths of feeling towards the central chamber which now you've reached what then's the secret of this ultimate chamber or innermost rather 
if i see it clearly it is the last and cunningest resort of one who has found this world of dust and flesh this world of lamentations death injustice sickness humiliation slow defeat bareness and ugliness and iteration too meaningless or if it has a meaning too tiresomely insistent on one meaning futility this world i hear you saying with lifted chin and arm and outflung gesture coldly imperious this transient world what has it then to give if not containing deep hints of nobler worlds we know its beauties momentary and trivial for the most part perceived through flesh passing like flesh away and know how much outweighed they are by darkness we are like searchers in a house of darkness a house of dust we creep with little lanterns throwing our tremulous arcs of light at random now here now there seeing a plane an angle an edge a curve a wall a broken stairway leading to who knows what but never seeing the whole at once we grope our way a little and then grow tired no matter what we touch dust is the answer dust dust everywhere if this were all what were the use you ask but this is not for why should we be seeking why should we bring this need to seek for beauty to lift our minds if there were only dust this is the central chamber you have come to turning your back to the world until you came to this deep room and looked through rose-stained windows and saw the hues of the world so sweetly changed well in a measure so only do we all i am not sure that you can be refuted at the very last we all put faith in something you in this ghost that animates your world this ethical ghost and i you'll say in reason or sensuous beauty or in my secret self though as for that you put your faith in these as much as i do and then forsaking reason ascending you would say to intuition you predicate this ghost of yours as well of course you might have argued and you should have that no such deep appearance of design could shape our world without entailing purpose for can design exist without a purpose without conceiving mind we are like children who find upon the sands beside a sea strange patterns drawn circles arcs ellipses moulded in sand who put them there we wonder did someone draw them here before we came or was it just the sea we pour upon them but find no answer only suppositions and if these perfect shapes are evidence of imminent mind it is but circumstantial we never come upon him at his work he never troubles us he stands aloof well if he stands at all is not concerned with what we are or do you if you like may think he broods upon us loves us hates us conceives some purpose of us in so doing you see without much reason will in law i am content to say this world is ordered happily so for us by accident we go our ways untroubled save by laws of natural things who makes the more assumption if we were wise which god knows we are not notice i call on god we'd plumb this riddle not in the world we see but in ourselves these brains of ours these delicate spinal clusters have limits why not learn them learn their cravings which of the two minds yours or mine is sound yours which scorned the world that gave it freedom until you manage to see that world as omen or mine which likes the world takes all for granted sorrow as much as joy 
and death as life you lean on dreams and take more credit for it i stand alone well i take credit too you find your pleasure in being at one with all things fusing in lambent dream rising and falling as all things rise and fall i do that too with reservations i find more varied pleasure in understanding and so find beauty even in this strange dream of yours you call the truth well i have bored you and it's growing late for household news what have you heard i wonder you must have heard that paul was dead by this time of spinal cancer nothing could be done we found it out too late his death has changed me deflected much of me that lived as he lived saddened me slowed me down such things will happen life is composed of them and it seems wisdom to see them clearly meditate upon them and understand what things flow out of them otherwise all goes on here much as always why won't you come and see us in the spring and bring old times with you if you could see me sitting here by the window watching venus go down behind my neighbor's poplar branches just where you used to sit i'm sure you'd come this year they say the springtime will be early section eleven conversation undertones what shall we talk of lipo hooksai you narrow your long dark eyes to fascinate me you smile a little outside the night goes by i walk alone in a forest of ghostly trees your pale hands rest palm downwards on your knees these lines converging they suggest such distance the soul is drawn away beyond horizons lured out to what one dares not think sometimes i glimpse these infinite perspectives in intimate talk with such as you and shrink one feels so petty one feels such emptiness you mimic horror let fall your lifted hand and smile at me with brooding tenderness alone on darkened waters i fall and rise slow waves above me break faint waves of cries and then these colours but who would dare describe them this faint rose coral pink this green pistachio so insubstantial like the dim ghostly things two lovers find in love's still twilight chambers old peacock fans and fragrant silks and rings rings let us say drawn from the hapless fingers of some great lady many centuries nameless or is that too sepulchral dulled with dust and necklaces that crumble if you touch them and gold brocades that breathed on fall to rust no i am wrong it is not these i sought for why did they come to mind you understand me you know these strange vagaries of the brain i walk alone in a forest of ghostly trees your pale hands rest palm downwards on your knees these strange vagaries of yours are all too plain but why perplex ourselves with tedious problems of art or such things while we sit here living with all that's in our secret hearts to say hearts your pale hand softly strokes the satin you play deep music know well what you play you stroke the satin with thrilling of fingertips you smile with faintly perfumed lips you loose your thoughts like birds brushing our dreams with soft and shadowy words we know your words are foolish yet sit here bound in tremulous webs of sound how beautiful is intimate talk like this it is as if we dissolve grey walls between us step through the solid portals become but shadows to hear a hidden music our own vast shadows 
lean to a giant size on the windy walls or dwindle away we hear our soft footfalls echo forever behind us ghostly clear music sings far off flows suddenly near and dies away like rain we walk through subterranean caves again vaguely above us feeling a shadowy weight of frescoes on the ceiling strange half-lit things soundless grotesques with writhing claws and wings and here a beautiful face looks down upon us and someone hurries before unseen and sings have we seen all i wonder in these chambers or is there yet some gorgeous vault arched low where sleeps an amazing beauty we do not know the question falls we walk in silence together thinking of that deep vault and of its secret this lamp these books this fire are suddenly blown away in a whistling darkness deep walls crash down in the whirlwind of desire section twelve witches sabbath now when the moon slid under the cloud and the cold clear dark of starlight fell he heard in his blood the well-known bell tolling slowly in heaves of sound slowly beating slowly beating shaking its pulse on the stagnant air sometimes it swung completely round horribly gasping as if for breath falling down with an anguished cry now the red bat he mused will fly something is marked this night for death and while he mused along his blood flew ghostly voices remote and thin they rose in the cavern of his brain like ghosts they died away again and hands upon his heart were laid and music upon his flesh was played until as he was bidden to do he walked the wood he so well knew through the cold dew he moved his feet and heard far off as under the earth discordant music in shuddering tones screams of laughter horrible mirth clapping of hands and thudding of drums and the long-drawn wail of one in pain to-night he thought i shall die again we shall die again in the red-eyed fire to meet on the edge of the wood beyond with a placid gaze of fed desire he walked and behind the whisper of trees in and out one walked with him she parted the branches and peered at him through lowered lids her two eyes burned he heard her breath he saw her hand wherever he turned his way she turned kept pace with him now fast now slow moving her white knees as he moved this is the one i have always loved this is the one whose bat soul comes to dance with me flesh to flesh in the starlight dance of horns and drums the walls and roofs the scarlet towers sank down behind a rushing sky he heard a sweet song just begun abruptly shatter in tones and die it whirled away cold silence fell and again came tollings of a bell this air is alive with witches the white witch rides swifter than smoke on the starlit wind in the clear darkness while the moon hides they come like dreams like something remembered let us hurry beloved take my hand forget these things that trouble your eyes forget forget our flesh is changed lighter than smoke we wreathe and rise the cold air hisses between us beloved beloved what was the word you said something about clear music that sang through water i cannot remember the storm drops break on the leaves something was lost in the darkness someone is dead someone lies in the garden and grieves look how the branches are tossed in this air flinging their green to the earth 
black clouds rush to devour the stars in the sky the moon stares down like a half-closed eye the leaves are scattered the birds are blown oaks crash down in the darkness we run from our windy shadows we are running alone the moon was darkened across it flew the swift gray tenebrous shape he knew like a thing of smoke it crossed the sky the witch he said and he heard a cry and another came and another came and one grown duskily red with blood floated an instant across the moon hung like a dull fantastic flame the earth has veins they throb to-night the earth swells warm beneath my feet the tips of the trees grow red and bright the leaves are swollen i feel them beat they press together they push and sigh they listen to hear the great bat cry the great red bat with the woman's face hurry he said and pace for pace that other who trod the dark with him crushed the live leaves reached out white hands and closed her eyes the better to see the priests with claws the lovers with hooves the fire-lit rock the sarabands i am here she said the bow he broke was it the snapping bow that spoke i am here she said the white thigh gleam cold in starlight among dark leaves the head thrown backward as he had dreamed the shadowy red deep jasper mouth and the lifted hands and the virgin breasts passed beside him and vanished away i am here she cried he answered stay and laughter arose and near and far answering laughter rose and died who is there in the dark he cried he stood in terror and heard a sound of terrible hooves on the hollow ground they rushed were still a silence fell and he heard deep tollings of a bell look beloved why do you hide your face look in the centre there above the fire they are bearing the boy who blasphemed love they are playing a piercing music upon him with a bow of living wire the virgin harlot sings she leans above the beautiful anguished body and draws slow music from those strings they dance around him they fling red roses upon him they trample him with their naked feet his cries are lost in laughter their feet grow dark with his blood they beat and beat they dance upon him until he cries no more have we not heard that cry before somewhere somewhere beside a sea in the green evening beneath green clouds in a copper sky was it you was it i they have quenched the fires they dance in the darkness the satyrs have run among them to seize and tear look he has caught one by the hair she screams and falls he bears her away with him and the night grows full of whistling wings far off one voice serene and sweet rises and sings by the clear waters where once i died in the calm evening bright with stars where have i heard these words was it you who sang them it was long ago let us hurry beloved the hard hooves trample the tree-tops tremble and glow in the clear dark on silent wings the red bat hovers beneath her moon she drops through the fragrant night and clings fast in the shadow with hands like claws with soft eyes closed and mouth that feeds to the young white flesh that warmly bleeds the maidens circle in dance and raise from lifting throats a soft-sung praise their knees and breasts are white and bare they have hung pale roses in their hair each of them as she dances by peers at the blood with a narrowed eye see how the red wing wraps him round see how the white youth struggles in vain the white arms writhe in a soundless pain he writhes in the soft red veiny wings 
but still she whispers upon him and clings this is the secret feast of love look well look well before it dies see how the red one trembles above see how quiet the white one lies wind through the trees and a voice is heard singing far off the dead leaves fall by the clear waters where once i died in the calm evening bright with stars one among numberless avatars i wedded a mortal a mortal bride and lay on the stones and gave my flesh and entered the hunger of him i loved how shall i ever escape this mesh or be from my lover's body removed dead leaves stream through the hurrying air and the maenads dance with flying hair the priest with hooves the lovers with horns rise in the starlight one by one they draw their knives on the spurting throats they smear the column with blood of goats they dabble the blood on hair and lips and wait like stones for the moon's eclipse they stand like stones and stare at the sky where the moon leers down like a half-closed eye in the green moonlight still they stand while wind flows over the darkened sand and brood on the soft forgotten things that filled their shadowy yesterdays where are the breasts the scarlet wings they gaze at each other with troubled gaze and then as the shadow closes the moon shout and strike with their hooves the ground and rush through the dark and fill the night with the slowly dying clamour of sound there where the great walls crowd the stars there by the black wind riven walls in a grove of twisted leafless trees who are these pilgrims who are these these three the one of whom stands upright while one lies weeping and one of them crawls the face that he turned was a wounded face i heard the dripping of blood on stones hooves had trampled and torn this place and the leaves were strewn with blood and bones sometimes i think beneath my feet the warm earth stretches herself and sighs listen i heard the slow heart beat i will lie on this grass as a lover lies and reach to the north and reach to the south and seek in the darkness for her mouth beloved beloved where the slow waves of the wind shatter pale foam among great trees under the hurrying stars under the heaving arches like one whirled down under shadowy seas i run to find you i run and cry where are you where are you it is i it is i it is your eyes i seek it is your windy hair your starlight body that breathes in the darkness there under the darkness i feel you stirring is this you is this you bats in this air go whirring and this soft mouth that darkly meets my mouth is this the soft mouth i knew darkness and wind in the tortured trees and the patter of dew dance 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 till the brain is red with speed dance till you fall lift your torches kiss your lovers until they bleed backward i draw your anguished hair until your eyes are stretched with pain backward i press you until you cry your lips grow white i kiss you again i will take a torch and set you afire i will break your body and fling it away look you are trembling lie still beloved lock your hands in my hair and say darling 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 all night long till the break of day is it your heart i hear beneath me or the far tolling of that tower the voices are still that cried around us the woods grow still for the sacred hour rise white lover the day draws near 
the grey trees lean to the east in fear by the clear waters where once i died beloved whose voice was this that cried by the clear waters that reached the sun by the clear waves that starward run i found love's body and lost his soul and crumbled in flame that should have annealed how shall i ever again be whole by what dark waters shall i be healed silence the red leaves one by one fall far off the menads run silence beneath my naked feet the veins of the red earth swell and beat the dead leaves sigh on the troubled air far off the menads bind their hair hurry beloved the day comes soon the fire is drawn from the heart of the moon the great bell cracks and falls at last the moon whirls out the sky grows still look how the white cloud crosses the stars and suddenly drops behind the hill your eyes are placid you smile at me we sit in the room by candlelight we peer in each other's veins and see no sign of the things we saw this night only a song is in your ears a song you have heard you think in dream the song which only the demon hears in the dark forest where menads scream by the clear waters where once i died in the calm evening bright with stars what do the strange words mean you say and touch my hand and turn away section thirteen the half-shut doors through which we heard that music are softly closed horns mutter down to silence the stars whirl out the night grows deep darkness settles upon us a vague refrain drowsily teases at the drowsy brain in numberless rooms we stretch ourselves and sleep where have we been what savage chaos of music whirls in our dreams we suddenly rise in darkness open our eyes cry out and sleep once more we dream we are numberless sea waves languidly foaming a warm white moonlit shore or clouds blown windily over a sky at midnight or chords of music scattered in hurrying darkness or a singing sound of rain we open our eyes and stare at the coiling darkness and enter our dreams again end of part three recording by expatriate in bangor maine